This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. NASA says the Space Shuttle Columbia is in fine shape following its inaugural flight into orbit. April 16th, 1981. George F. Page, NASA's Director of Shuttle Operations, says the Columbia's three-day mission surpassed what most of us thought it would be like. Columbia was the second space shuttle to fly. The program of reusable spaceships had taken to the air in 1977 with the Enterprise. But that was a test vehicle, wasn't built to go into space. So the Columbia's first flight from April 12th to the 14th, 1981, was the first test of things like the onboard engines in orbit and the heat shields designed to protect the ship on re-entry to the Earth's atmosphere. Those shields did not perform perfectly. Some of the heat-resistant tiles were damaged or torn off during liftoff, but the ship came through re-entry beautifully. Donald K. Slayton was the manager of the orbital flight test. He told reporters, Overall, we're happy about the performance of the whole system. I see no reason why we can't have a hundred missions with this machine. Probably more than that. Well, you probably know that didn't happen. In 2003, on its 28th mission, the space shuttle Columbia disintegrated on re-entry, killing the seven crew members on board. It was the second total disaster in the history of the shuttle program after the Challenger explosion in 1986. Altogether, the five space shuttles flew 135 missions before the program was ended in 2011. That's real news. Also in the paper on April 16, 1981, fake news. 26-year-old Janet Cook of the Washington Post had won the Pulitzer Prize for Jimmy's World her story about an eight-year-old heroin addict in Washington, D.C. District officials raised doubts about Cook's story from day one. They didn't think it was true. The police subpoenaed her notes. They wanted to know the boy's identity and maybe arrest the adults in his life. The Washington Post fought that subpoena on First Amendment grounds. Now, Janet Cook had come clean. She'd resigned from the paper, and in a letter to the Pulitzer board, Post-editor Ben Bradley said Cook would not be accepting that honor. He wrote, She told Post-editors early this morning that her story was, in fact, a composite, that the quotes attributed to the child were, in fact, fabricated, and that certain events described by eyewitnesses did not, in fact, happen. In 1982, Janet Cook was interviewed by Phil Donahue on the Today Show. She said her sources had hinted at the existence of an eight-year-old addict but she'd been unable to find him. Feeling pressure from her editors to produce a great story, she said, she made the boy up. The Post's investigation also revealed that she'd falsified other things, including her resume. She never returned to journalism. In 2016, Mike Sager, a well-known magazine writer who briefly dated her when they were both at the Post, wrote this in the Columbia Journalism Review. 
She's living within the borders of the continental United States, within a family setting, and pursuing a career that does not primarily involve writing. I interviewed Mike Sager about Janet Cook, who's not just an old friend of his, but someone he calls the fabulist who changed journalism. You can hear that interview in a bonus episode of Not Your Century, wherever you got this one. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.